FMX Network Production. It's the Renthal Reaction Show for breaking moto news, hot topics, and moto by the minute. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Renthal Reaction. WTF to Pulp MX Fantasy. We put out a YouTube video on our channel, and we also obviously put it on our social channels, Instagram, Twitter. But we also thought that a Renthal Reaction would help as well, hearing it from some of us uh, directly involved in this decision. So, yeah, here we are. Maybe not the best kind of advertising for Renthal, Renthal.com. But, uh, you know, anyways, check them out. Uh, go to your local dealer. Go to motorsport.com, any uh, online guy. Factory Honda, Factory Kawasaki, of course, uh, Red Bull KTM using Renthal, whether it's chains, sprockets, grips, bars, mountain bike bars, stems, grips as well. Some exciting things coming from the folks at Renthal down the road as well. And really, their handlebars, second to none. We know the name. You know the, uh, the bar st- t- styles and types after all these years. We thank Renthal for coming on board. Renthal.com. And to talk a little bit about Pulp MX Fantasy, the changes we made, the future outlook, and things like that. From Renthal, it's Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? How are you? Yeah, what's up, Steve? I'm good. Um, I uh, disagree. I think there's never a bad time to talk about Renthal. Okay. Um, I'm glad so you think that. I, yep. Yeah, I appreciate the opportunity. And, and yeah, these pods kind of serve the purpose of whenever there is something loud enough that we hear hear about it on Twitter or, or Instagram or wherever, then um, I think it necessitates a pod, and, and yeah. we have, definitely have that reason today. When am I getting that top-secret Renthal part that's coming out that you want me to try um, in the bicycle world? Yes, um, probably when I come up and visit you Ooh, for okay. the show in, um, right. I, I want to say, early February. I'll be up there. Okay, yeah, and something exciting for the motorcycle market as well around that yes. time. So. Uh, at least we can talk about it there, I think. I don't think it'll oh. be in stock, but we'll be able to talk about okay. it. Okay, all right, sounds good. Uh, can't wait. Thanks for the rental. Also on the line, um, the uh, main uh, coder slash idea guy. Uh, uh, he's behind the scenes at Pulp Mix Fantasy. You know him. Uh, Travis Marks. What's up, Marks, dog? Hello, Stephen. Hello, Paul. Thanks Hello, for thanks for doing man. this. Thanks for doing this, guys. And yeah, I mean, look, the the everyone we've all felt it. We've all seen it on social, uh, on our texts uh, from people that can text us. Um, you know, I've gotten some very nice DMs from people just to tell me to go f myself. Uh, that's it. That's that's the only thing. Um, Pulp Max Fantasy changes for 2024 are are out. And look, I, I mean, you know, as one of the partners of the game, this isn't something we wanted to do. This isn't something that we're stoked about. We're taking away the free players. We're cutting the access to a number of states uh, that can play it. It's a, it's a very gray area with fantasy games, and, and we've seen that from DraftKings and the Daily Guys over the years. And, you know, we, we've been caught up in it, and it's not something that we're, awesome, we're, we're stoked about. We hear you guys complaining. Uh, we hear you guys telling us to go screw ourselves. We get it. Um, you know, we, we didn't think it would – take this long to try to find a solution we couldn't find one that we really liked and we were forced to do this and you know it's not a great brand new year for you people we get it um and i feel your pain and look again it's it's something that affects us as well so it's not like we're sitting back here just being like ha 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 these aren't great for us but we're gonna keep battling we're gonna keep trying to do things to make it legal in as many states as we can as we go forward but marks um yeah, basically, this is something that, you know, we tried to avoid for a long time. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not a change that, you know, from a business perspective makes a ton of sense. But, you know, to, to do things right and, and make the, the right moves, sometimes you got to make some changes. And I think that's what we're doing. So, like you said, we'll 
we'll keep uh, trying to expand as much as we can and, and grow the game again to places where people are, you know, pretty bummed that they're not able to play right now. So uh, it's uh, we're at kind of a fresh start. We'll, we'll call it. I mean, look, each state views gambling fantasy differently. Uh, we've we've spent thousands of dollars with lawyers to to talk to them about this. Just because you can gamble somewhere doesn't mean you can play fantasy, vice versa. There's uh, uh, casinos operated by Indians. There's different rules for casinos themselves. Not to mention these companies are massively bigger than Pulpamex Fantasy. Uh, This is not a full-time job for any of us involved in the game. We all have our main source of income, our main source of work um, elsewhere. And so lots of states require licenses. Many are too expensive for us to consider. Other than that, we're trying to complete the application approval process. That can take a long time, and like I said, stay tuned. We're going to keep doing it. Um, I guess, Marks, to start with, despite some guy on my social media saying it would take you two hours to create a new free site, uh, <laughs> let's talk about that a little bit on why we did that. It's basically... Um, you know, well, I guess I'll let you explain it, why we got rid of the free play. Yeah, so basically you can't mix paid and free players. And as soon as you have someone pay money into a contest with the opportunity to win something of monetary value in return, that contest becomes a paid contest. It doesn't matter if someone is involved in it that did not pay. That contest is now a paid contest. So uh yeah you're not supposed to mix them and uh to to make sure that we have everything right with all these changes we decided just to focus on getting one aspect of the game dialed in and that is you know having paid players able to win prizes have that work smooth it's obviously not ideal to get rid of all the free players who have enjoyed the game over the last five years but you know we made a call we had to make a call and we had to make a business decision to to keep things going so uh, that's why free play is gone for now would it there there are a few options we could do to make free players still be able to play uh, you know by separating things out but that also introduces a lot of room for error and frankly again like you said this isn't my full-time job and i do spend a lot of time on it still but to make sure everything goes smooth, I wanted to focus on one thing, and that was making sure that the core aspect of the game was able to continue and we could we could have something for 2024. So, you know, while there might be a couple of somewhat easy solutions, quote-unquote easy solutions, to, to have a free game, it still comes down to, I can only do so much, you know, uh, we had to make that decision, and this is where we decided to go. And Paul, for people who are wondering, like Rocky Mountain is free, WTF, they got all these prizes. Rocky Mountain offers you the game for free because they want you to go to Rocky Mountain and place an order for something from Renthal. It is, again, that's their business. The, the, we do not have an online uh, uh, retail store as a business and put up a false, not false front, sorry, a, uh, what's the name? Um, a, 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 you know, a game to get people to the website. We don't have that ability. We are in this to make money. <clears throat> And that is why Rocky Mountain, for example, is free. Yeah, it's just two totally different business models, right? They, Like you said, they are trying to capture motorcycle customers, and they use their fantasy game as a way of doing that. And, and you know, really the plain and simple answer to this piece is we, we needed to make money, right? This is a business. And when we're saying goodbye to half of our customers, part of the reason 
for not allowing free players is so we can make money. I'm sorry, but we all have a lot of time and effort invested in this thing. And I'm sure anybody out there who's a business owner would, would agree that if you have to say goodbye to half your revenue, you're going to try to supplement it somewhere else. And I believe, you know, being completely honest, this was that was a big reason for this piece and for this decision. And and also, too, on top of it, like when you talk about the people who are saying it, it's unbelievable to me, like, hey, man, just make the whole game free, you know, for everybody. And it's like, yeah, but it's that's twenty thousand dollars. I'm just going to roughly grab something. Uh, Marks would know better. But when you look at shipping the prizes, the server costs and then Marks, as any any computer programmer knows, constant upkeep on the website, things break, bugs come up things happen and then you look at the time involved with all of us and our price responsibilities and shipping everything and we're not going to again not our main job we're not going to spend twenty thousand dollars to have a free game with zero revenue coming in like that's just nuts uh yeah we, we don't need their email address right like I, I, that's not what we're in this for yeah i don't know i don't know what to say like we're all in this for business and and somebody who is complaining has a job that they sure as hell wouldn't spend 20 grand to just go to their job and work for free so i don't quite get that backlash out there i feel for the people it's a great game it's it's it, you know what it, it makes me really i'm gonna turn this into yeah. a positive it really makes me feel good in a sense, even to see the, the complainers and the whiners knowing we've we've developed this game from scratch, all of us, and it's affected so many people's lives and they're so happy doing it. Uh, that's really cool. Uh, I just wanted somehow, if you can just put your hat on our, on our hat, on our heads and realize what we're doing and why we're making this change, you know? So, um, yeah, and, and, you know. and if we go back to the beginning, I mean, I believe I'm pretty positive all of us talked about this in year one, like do we even allow it for free or do, does everybody pay? Because we were creating something that we felt people would pay to play. And, um, and, and yeah, but we also thought the complexity of the game, it would need uh, a free aspect to introduce people to it and help them learn it. Well, we've been allowing people to learn it for five years now, and now we've been forced to make a decision. And, and again, I think that's another factor. And Marks, I don't even know if that 20 grand is that accurate. I, I see our server bills and I see, you know, our shipping costs, uh, that's just off the top of my head, but something yeah, like that. <laughs> I mean, even if that's close, like that's still a significant yeah. number enough. Never to... mind the time. Never mind the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the time aspect is probably worth more than that, to be fair. So, yeah. you know, yeah. it's like you said, handling prizes, doing handicaps every week, uh, answering a answering emails, yeah. doing the podcast. Like, it, there's a lot that goes into it and kind of keep it a uh, well-oiled machine and it's you know it, it's a lot and when you talk about time uh, and i we've talked about this on the pulp show a few times the amount of people that forget forget logins are playing from the wrong account uh say they picked the rider when they didn't i.e we have the logs um <laughs> you know want to want to swap out their prizes uh didn't change an address yes. didn't change an address um for one of their prizes they moved <laughs> Uh, et cetera, et cetera, are overwhelming. And I don't handle that. JT and Marks are more on that end of customer service email things. But I see them and I hear about it. And it's unbelievable. I want people to listen to this. It's unbelievable the amount of issues that we have to deal with. And if we had a free, I and mean, we're still going to have to deal with those issues on the new game, on the new format. But the amount of people uh, that we are dealing with, uh, 
weekly, daily is unbelievable. So that would just happen again if we had a free game. And and typically it's it's the vast majority of the issues that we have or complaints or problems um, that oft, you know that are damn near often never our issue. It's just kind of user error. I would say the majority of those people have always been free players too. Yeah, that's that we, we should have always kept track and a little check mark on that. But anyways, uh, so that's where we're at on that. Now, um, myself, Travis, JT, and Dan all live in states that can't play. Uh, but we will be added to the game as the administrators. We're still doing our Pulp Fantasy podcast. Look for that next week. We're still going to put that out and, you know, for the 50% of people, 60% of people that we can play. And we obviously are not eligible to win prizes, just like always. We're not eligible to, to you know, to gain anything from this game. But we are going to be allowed to play because we have to as the owners of the site and the uh, the site admins and all of that. So that's why we're going to be able to do it. Um, and, again, so just keep an eye open for that. No international players. Um I guess I don't know if we did a good enough job, if I'm being honest, to get that point out there. We put our state, the states up of the country. States can play, but, you know, we didn't put the world. And so we've got a lot of questions. Um, we're, we're looking into Canada. We're, we're talking about that. But no international players as of now. And, again, uh, we apologize um, for things like that. So, um, yeah, no international players. Uh, that's going to definitely take a hit on us. But that's the way it's got to go. Um, and for one point um, – you know, again, not complaining, but I guess let me complain uh, here on the Renthal Reaction Podcast. We actually have it in our in our rules. Shipping is insane to all over the world, and we clarify that the international winners are responsible for shipping. We take care of it with our distributors over there when we can. When we can't, we tell the people that, hey, you have to pay, as per the rules of the game, pay the shipping. And we still got blown out all over Sweden and Facebook for this, you know. So it was one of those things where it was just like, yeah, we, we told everybody it's in the rules, but it doesn't matter. And there was a big Swedish Facebook PubMex fantasy controversy this summer. Uh, so, again, that's things that we have to deal with, and it's all of that. So, Mark's um, location clarification, um, maybe just go through that a little bit for people. So when you log into the site now, it will ask you to allow – location services whether it be be via desktop or through your mobile device it will ask you to allow your location and what that will do is grant gps access to our location service to get a more accurate reading and where this is especially important is if you are in one of those allowed states that we have on the site it will accurately point you in that state what i have seen a couple of times through testing and and some logging is that uh the most recent is couple people in California, if they don't allow location services and it just goes off IP address, it says that they are in Nevada and they're like WTF. Why does it say I can't play still? But you need to enable those location services to, to be accurate. Um, the next thing you'll see is when you go to the My Team page to select your team or to the Championship Join page where you will make your payment to join the league, it will show a little spinny thing and, and say it's checking your location and it will do that every time you access those pages. So you will have to be in those approved locations to be able to perform either of those actions anytime you want to do them. Um, that will be every week when you pick your team. So that means if you live somewhere and you are there the majority of the time and then you travel to a race that is in an unapproved location, 
then you will not be able to pick your team. And you need to either A, pick your team before you go, or B, have a mulligan available uh, that will select your team for you. We will we'll still be offering mulligans, and they will still work. So if you don't have a team selected, it will pick your team for you. So um, that's kind of how the location aspect the location checking aspect of it will work. Um, let's see. The, the, where you live and doesn't Mark. matter. And Mark, uh-huh. so if I am traveling to a race, can I text my wife who is at home to log into my account and pick my team for me? Uh, sure. Yep. Yeah, it just has to be from somewhere. You know, it, it will check for multiple devices and, and do all that, so be a bit cautious of that. But you can do that. But like I said, what I would recommend is be prepared, plan ahead, pick your team before you go or have a mulligan. Those are the, the most safe ways to safeguard yourself from not being able to pick a team. Um, where you are, your place of residence in your profile, if you go in your profile and change your address to a state that is allowed, that doesn't matter. It literally means nothing as far as what the location checks do. I won't even look at it. I don't care. You just you just have to be in those locations when you're performing those actions of picking a team or making a payment. And phone number doesn't matter. I got that question too. Yeah, we got. The, I got the question about somebody say, hey, my address says so-and-so on my driver's license or what have you. Yeah, none of, none of that matters. None of that matters. No. Right. Um, thanks to Renthal, by the way, Renthal.com. Uh, here's a Renthal reaction. WTF. Uh, to pulp mix <laughs> fantasy um okay the positives for people who can play it's gonna be a little less players this year oh, than it's gonna be past. great and your odds of winning a yamaha yz 250 or 450 your odds are winning the one of the prizes that we have and we have great prizes still all of our guys uh are still backing us that way uh are better paul so you know yeah. uh, there are some positives of this if you can play pulp mix fantasy yeah, and I was kind of thoroughly upset. I didn't see nearly enough of those tweets and responses and DMs out there. And from a racing community, I figured that would be something that everybody would point to. Like, you just eliminated half the field that you're racing against, and, and nobody brought that up. So Yeah, no, uh, no, I got a few of that. I got a few on my Twitter, people people <laughs> okay. who, who were under, who understood that their odds got better to win something in Pulp Mix Fantasy. So that's really good. Um Again, new rules, all of that. The Industry Idiots League not doing that. Um, our buddy Dan Truman and all of that. So, um, you know, there are some people that are finding ways around still playing, and we'll just leave it at that. Um, but, again, this is not something that we wanted to do. We, the, the late announcement, I, I, don't, I don't think it matters whether we did this announcement three weeks ago or, or yesterday or whatever. I, in my eyes, it doesn't really matter that much. But the late announcement is because people we've been trying to work with people, professionals, to not do this and try a bunch of things and talk to a lot of people and, yeah, really smart people. And then sometimes, Marks, after we talked to those smart people, we got the bill and it was like, we're in the wrong profession. But I, I messed up on, on what I chose to do for a living. That is yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we're taking a hit on this in expenses, in, in time and effort uh, to make this happen. And this is the best we could do. I do think as 2024 goes on, you know, we've all been successful at this game. It's been successful for us. We're happy to invest money in this to make it better. I do think as this 2024 year goes on, we will be adding some states that are, easier and simpler 
to do and are worth it from a revenue standpoint for us. So stay tuned. We're working on it. And, uh, yeah, this isn't ideal. We get it and we apologize, but our hands were tied. Yeah, and to speak to the timing, I think we didn't announce this any earlier because we've been going through all this, right? And we've been adding states over the last few months. If people think this is something that we've only started to work on since um, after the L.A. Coliseum, they are vastly, vastly wrong. Um, This has been an ongoing thing all year long. Um, And so we wanted to make the announcements once with as many states as we had. And as of yesterday, this is how many states we had. And we will continue to add. And and like you said, Steve, it it really depends on the the specific state and the revenue in that state. And I'll bring up Connecticut as an example because they have by far the highest regulation fee of any state in the country. And we simply just do not have enough customers in Connecticut that I just don't know that we'll ever have the game in Connecticut unless something changes, which these laws seem to be changing often. Hey, Marks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that, it, it moves quickly. It, things change rapidly. Uh, I've been pointing to Florida as an example of that where, you know, we were, we were talking with lawyers about certain things. They're like, actually, we need to hold off on something because, you know, Florida just sent a bunch of cease and desist letters to all the big fantasy operators, and that that might be changing things. So, you know, up until recently, we thought we'd be fine in Florida, and that changed. So, yeah. you know. It's, uh, it's a bit of a wild it, west, it, it, yeah. It, it really is. I, I didn't realize how quickly regulations and stuff change in this industry until I started really, really paying attention to it. And it is. It, it, it's like uh, it, it just goes so quickly and things can whiplash, you know, when you least expect it. So and just to point out what you guys were saying about certain states. Well, we've been getting a lot of tweets and stuff like, well, what the heck? I can play. I can play DraftKings in this state and I can play. I can do gambling in this state. Why can't I play this stupid janky Supercross game. Well, like Paul said, it's probably just a thing of a. We either didn't get our our licensing done, or b. It's just not gonna. It's just not gonna be profitable. And and when I say not profitable, it's like oh, you guys are just taking shortcuts. But like no, two hundred fifty thousand dollar fee in Connecticut is just never going to happen for a small sport like this. So there is a lot of that. And if you think uh, why can't we play in this in this state? Just Google. Um, whatever state you're in and then fantasy sports license and it'll bring up some numbers for you and you can kind of make some, uh, some, you know, Sense. correlations yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, signups aren't open yet, but they will be very soon. So stay tuned to our social media for that, for Anaheim one. Uh, we're still ironing out some things. Um, and yeah, did, I, did we miss anything? Yeah, I, we've gotten some questions about, um, you know, why just why not just give the game for free for having to do with sponsors? We've kind of went through our decision why we, yeah. we don't want to offer the for free. But, yeah, when it comes to sponsors, I think people are kind of um, vastly inaccurate when it comes to how, you know, we're just receiving we're just receiving product from these from these brands. And, and oftentimes that is something that helps these sponsors not only advertise a platform or advertise their brand or their product, but also move some inventory too and put it in the hands of a motorcycle person who has an opportunity to experience their product. So that's what a lot of these brands and sponsors are looking for. They're not paying us money. So we cannot operate simply on sponsorship revenue because there is none. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can call us bad businessmen for not setting that up because we do have a lot of eyeballs on our website, but we've always been with like, Hey man, if you're giving us, you know, thousands of dollars sometimes in product, uh, we're going to give you the eyeballs and we just appreciate the product. And, you know, um, it's just, yeah, it's, it's not feasible to do that. So 
Again, uh, I think we got it all. Uh, we get it, people. It sucks for you. Guess what? Sucks for us. <laughs> um, so that's uh, that's where we're at on Pulp of Mech's Fantasy for 2024. We hope to keep adding things, though, and making it better. And for those that can play, we thank you. For those that are supportive and understand this, we thank you. Um, and we will, you know, your odds got better to win something. Uh, and we appreciate all of our partners sticking behind us and, and we appreciate the help that they've given us. And yeah. Yeah. I think, I think what a big takeaway is from this for, for, for our, our, I guess our fans and our customers is that we're not going anywhere. Um, we are, we are adapting because we want to be here for the next 10 to 15 years. Um, and we don't want to address anything that has to do with our competition or anything. That's not our business. We just want to make sure we're here to offer our game to our, to our yeah customers. And, and this is the steps we are having to take to continue to do that. Marks, anything else? Uh, no, I think you guys pretty much covered. I'd say like uh, you can still use chat, and you can still look at live timing on the site. You know, a, a lot of people really enjoy those. There's a kind of a small sense of community on the chat that has has grown, and a lot of people really enjoy that. You'll be able to see series points live on on live timing as they go throughout the races. So uh, there's still a little bit of value there if you want to jump on and have some fun. But uh, yeah, you know, we'll keep and keep we're doing the to pods. As we can. We're gonna keep doing the pods, so you keep hearing. Us talk about riders behind the scenes and what's going on and things we know, which are very valuable. I know I've heard from many people that they don't play fantasy and they listen to the fantasy pod just to kind of get a better feel on what's going on in the industry because all of us are pretty connected. So still doing that. And uh, yeah, still looking forward to a great year. So uh, also, also, please don't don't email us and ask for exceptions like we just can't. Like We wish we could, obviously, but we, we can't, you know, like the, the rules are there and that's just kind of how it's going to be. We've already gotten quite a few of those, so so please just save save both of us the time. Yeah, yeah, probably a good idea. Uh, thank you to Rental for making this podcast happen. Uh, thank you, people, again for understanding, and even for the people that don't understand. Thank you also <laughs> for the guy who said that I'm going to lose my house. Um, hopefully not. I hope I keep going. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I'm going to buy it. Yeah. Uh, PulpMexFantasy.com. Stay tuned. Sign-ups open. Parabinos, Marks. Thanks, boys. See, see ya. ya.